Hello, welcome back, my Royal Rogues. My name is Jesus Enrique Rosas. I'm the Royal Rogue. And tonight we have the confirmation that Megan has suffered a colossal setback by losing the request to trademark archetypes. I don't know why did she try to trademark that name, because as we already know, she never really talked about archetypes, but stereotypes. But you know that she's got this thing with the word art. But for now, her podcast has been archived, so it's still on brand. So what happened is that the Harkles had their application for exclusive rights to archetypes refused by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office because of the uh, likelihood or confusion with an existing brand. And when you are looking to trademark a word or a sentence, you have to be clear about which category is the word applied to. Because in theory, you can have similar brand names, but if one is uh, related to, I don't know, poppy clothing, and the other is a brand of microwave meals, then there should be no problem of the two coexisting because uh, the products that they refer to have nothing to do with each other. They, they cannot compete. So the problem with Megan trying to patent archetypes is that she categorized her podcast as, quote, downloadable audio recordings and podcasts for anything concerning the cultural treatment of women on stereotypes facing women, end of quote. You see, in the description of the request for the trademark, she used the word stereotypes. Crazy, right? But maybe if she had requested a trademark for, uh, let's say, uh, things about the life of Meghan Markle that never happened with some random thoughts from uh, guests here and there so as to not appear that blatantly narcissistic, maybe in that case she would have gotten the trademark because, let's be honest, who would dare to replicate something like that? But the fact is that it was rejected due to an existing trademark by Arizonian firm Archetypes LLC, which sought exclusive use in 2015 for a series of books and articles about nutrition, fitness, sexuality, psychological self-improvement, and more. And now that I think of it, I think Harry could make good use of all those tips. Maybe they can get in touch and arrange something, cross-therapy, a collaboration. Uh, humming and tapping your chest to Cardi B as you remember your ayahuasca trips and wish for the world to be a better place so you can go to your Diana shrine at the end of the day and finally tell her that you got everything sorted out while you rub her hair on your forehead and count to 100? I'm sure reality is much more outrageous, by the way. But in all cases, the Harkles lawyer, Marjorie Witter Norman of Los Angeles firm Wilkie Farr and Gallagher has applied for another three months in which to finesse the archetypes application. Yeah, maybe they will go with the things that never happen argument. And among the things that are happening, such as putting the Harkles on their place, we got Sir Trevor Phillips saying it like it is. No one cared about Meghan's race. She and Harry had a golden chance to make things different for millions and chose not to. That's unforgivable, Sir Trevor Phillips says. Britain is not racist. Sir Trevor Phillips is a writer, businessman, and former chair of the Equality and Human Rights Commission. And I found his words thought-provoking. 
Most people would agree that we are not a racist society. We are the most welcoming country in Europe and most of the world, he says. Britain is not perfect, but it is a very different country to the place I was born into. Very different even to the country I became an adult in, even because everything has changed. And he's quite upset with the fact that Meghan and Harry, in his own words, had this opportunity to be a beacon of discovery and reconciliation, not just to Britain, but the whole world. Well, I think he speaks for a lot of people when he says that they could have made things different for millions of people and they chose not to. That's unforgivable in his book, That is a Sin. So it's interesting that more and more people of color are calling them out for what they really are. Grifters, race baiters, you name it, all for a quick buck. And among royal news and opinions in the past 24 hours, I saw this article with acute headlines that reads, Meghan Markle doesn't have the intellectual wisdom or capacity to keep up in USA. This was based on the words of GB News host Patrick Christie's, who affirms that Meghan doesn't have the lived experience to embark in projects such as Artswipes. I partially agree with Patrick. In my opinion, what separates a good podcast from great podcasts might not be the lived experience of their hosts, but their ability to ask questions. Questions are the ones who make or break a podcast. And as an example, I was watching a podcast where Jordan Peterson was being interviewed, and I'm not going to name the podcast for reasons that will be obvious in a couple of seconds. And the, the, the host asks Peterson, and I'm not making this up, when you use emojis, or if you use them, what color are your people emojis? And you can imagine that Peterson tried to be polite about it, but he paused for a second thinking, well, I guess that he was thinking, what kind of a stupid question is that? Because, yes, it's a stupid question. And worst of all, the podcast was face-to-face. -face. Uh, but the other characteristic that you need besides asking good questions is twofold. In one hand, being genuinely interested in the other person's story and background and experience. And be humble enough to, in case you want to talk about the topic, not get in the way of it. And that is one of the things in which Megan always had a personal anecdote in every single episode of Ours Wives. She had all these guests, some that she interviewed personally, some others that were, let's say, a bit more remote. But no matter which stereotype the guest was talking about, Megan had lived through it. I'm not saying that someone cannot have a variety of life experiences under their belt and use those experiences to build empathy with people. But at some point, if you're not careful, you can sound like a know-it-all and defeat the purpose. And what's really funny is that hands down, the best Arse Wipes episode was the diva one with Mariah Carey. And you remember that she went as far as to call Megan a diva. And Megan's reaction was, as artificial as it could get. Like, who? Uh, me? I like to go through these optics because they'll help us understand what you should and shouldn't do when you're trying to connect with people or deal with people like Mariah did back then. We still don't know what is the future of Arse Wipes, but I'm sure that Megan will not let it go to waste. 
I'm sure that she's willing to work not one, but two hours a week to get this project back on track. My Roger Rogis, it's my greatest pleasure to announce that in the past 30 days, one million Rogis have watched and enjoyed my videos. That is awesome. But only a bit over 10% of that million have subscribed. So all you have to do is click the like and subscribe buttons. It's free and the best way to inspire me to keep making daily videos about royal news and memes. The two most important words, much love and bliss.